What do you want her for? She can't help you? Nobody can. You're scared, ain't you? You should be. Christmas Eve is the scariest damn night of the year. I'd be scared too, if I was you. You know what happens Christmas Eve, don't you? You know all about Santa Claus. He brings presents to all good boys and girls. <laughs> Your daddy told you that, didn't he? Well, I'll tell you something. Santa Claus only brings presents to them that's been good all year. To the ones that ain't done nothing naughty. Naughty. All the other ones. All the naughty ones. He punishes. What about you, boy? You've been good all year? You see Santa Claus tonight? You better run, boy. You better run for your life. No advent calendar this year, then. Well, I'm very intrigued. I think I might still watch it and still take the notes. Because yeah. I'd never heard of it until you mentioned it. No, no. I think, no, I, think I might still try and watch it this week. Um, and you said and being French horror, it's always a um, a winner in my eyes for the most part. Yeah, um, yeah. So Somebody was very... asking me the other day, which countries produce the best horror? <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a very good question. I mean... French are up there. French are up there. They had a good period. They had a good period. Um, Yeah, I'd say other than America. You know, America's produced some of the best horror films. Other than America, England, UK, French, no, France and Japan. Probably, I'd say, some of your key ones. Japan. I mean, you know, I think... Korea. Korea. Spain. Good few. There's been some good Spanish ones. There's been some good... Uh, Argentinian films. There's been some decent uh, Canadian. Can, can I was about to say Canadia? Canadia, <laughs> yeah, uh, the land of Canadia. <laughs> uh, Turkey. Oh, we've yeah. Are you thinking back on films? <laughs> I am thinking back on films we've done. Yeah, 100%. that we've covered. Yeah. Um, I mean. Yeah, uh, we we haven't. I think Valentine was was Valentine. I think Valentine was Canadian. I know my bloody Valentine is Canadian. Um, I feel like we've done another Canadian horror film in in the past. I don't think today's film is Canadian. Um, no. I know we. My bl- my bloody Valentine is yeah. Canadian. Uh, Pontypool is also Canadian. Uh, oh, Ginger Snaps and Cube. 
Canadian. Oh, Cube's Canadian. Oh, great. Yeah. Urban Legend. Oh, uh, yes. Love me some Urban Legend. Oh, Pin. Well, you weren't you weren't here for the Pin episode. No, but I have seen Pin. Pin's great. Um, Pin's great. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Ah, fantastic. Yeah. Oh, the um, gate. Yeah. Infinity Pool. Christmas Video Horror Story. Skinner Inc. Have you just Googled Canadian horror movies? Yeah, yeah, of course I have. Of course I have. Skinamarink. I've still not watched it. I've still not watched it. No. You know that's been voted, like, top horror. Uh, I think it was either Rolling Stone or Variety. Um, I'll try and find the article. It was voted the top horror of 2023. Oh, yeah. Speaking of votes for top horror of 2023, did you not see the tweet that I retweeted, that I reposted? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, oh my, 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 my. Um, because it's got the same, um, the same sort of cult. Like, oh, this is edgy. This is cool. Following, like something like Skinnamarink has got. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is. So, a New York Times writer Eric Piepenberg selected the. That's Outwaters. not a real name. That's not a real the, name. The Outwaters as the best horror movie of 2023. An experimental fever dream that is singularly thrilling. Bag of shite that is fucking rubbish. That's, yeah, that's I, all I've, I've got to say about that. I found your uh, tweet. Um, yeah. The one retweeted from... It's a yeah, bloody disgusting tweet, uh, which they yeah. had the article from New York Times. Yeah. Um in the picture here, which states, uh, well, the, the picture that, that goes with the tweet from Bloody Disgusting, I'm not sure who's stating it, who's saying this, but my two favorite horror movies this year took apples and oranges paths to clock me in the face and rip my heart out. The Outwaters starts as a lighthearted found footage. What's lighthearted about it? I mean, they're, they're, they're just walking film. through the desert. It's they're not like they're running... film a music video? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I have four friends on a trip to the desert, but almost an hour... This, tell, look, this, this says it right here. But almost an hour in. An hour! Yeah, that's not a plus point. Why that is that not a... a plus point. But almost an hour in. Ooh. Um, I was ready si to kill myself. <laughs> a silhouetted <laughs> figure appears in the dark distance. Which, when that happened, I got Hills Have Eyes vibes, and I was yeah, I was yeah, in. Yeah. I was still in a bit. I was, okay, and that's this what is... I was expecting to happen, yeah. Um, and that's when the writer-director, Robert Banfitch, shifts into gut-punching high gear with a frenzied maelstrom of screams, grunts, creature Screams and grunts aren't things happening. I mean, it's just, no, it's that really irritating bit where the shaky cam running around in the dark and you can't make out what's Obviously going on. Shit. Yeah. So it's creatures, not scary. It's just annoying. Creatures and guts. Yeah. Creatures being the little worm things. The result is an experimental fever dream, a sustained and visually stunning sensory, sensory assault. It was, it was an assault, all right. It was definitely an I, assault. <laughs> I could smell fear. <laughs> That's singularly, singularly thrilling. Turn up the volume for a true razor's edge experience. He's he's been paid for. He's that's a backhand of that. He's he's been bunged a bit of money. Yeah, it was, I it was no. terrible, pretentious, shite. One thing that really bothered me with that film is, 
And uh, folks, if you are listening to this and haven't checked out our Outwaters review, I'll put it up in the cards here. Just go click there and go check out our um, seething review of this independent horror film. Sorry, independent horror film of the year. The Outwaters yeah. was about, well, after the the horror horror starts, it's when he's got the camera and he's, he's awoken, covered in blood, naked. And all the audio of him is, it's just... Uh, well, what do you do? Oh, what? Where am I? Oh, no. Oh, it's just baffling. It's just... And then, yeah, the occasional screech of a little... A little <clears throat> graboid worm whizzing past. Awful business. I, I didn't... I No, no, it's, it's a 20... It's a thing. It's a 2022 release. I thought that's... Yeah. Official release of 2022. So you, you can't just... what You can't... You can't just count films you've watched this year as films of the year. That's not how that works. Exactly. That in, in which case, The Wicker Man is a horror <laughs> film of 2023. <laughs> yep. Yep. Doesn't work like that. Um, does not work like that. But moving on to um, just... Anything better than that, we'll go with this Dreadcast episode. Episode... <laughs> fucking hell. 66. 66. 66. Um, what's that in bingo? Uh, Clickety-click. Yeah, why not? Clickety-click, 66. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas to everyone out there for this Christmas period. Um, my name is Thomas Lovely, uh, Brian Blessed. Um Hello. Oh, there we go. Thank you. I was, I say Brian Blessed. You can't just not do an impression. <laughs> Gordon's alive. There you go. We can end it there. That was beautiful. That would get that was that was beautiful. Golf clap for I did, you. I did. I got. I went to see Brian Blessed uh, doing a bit of a spoken word tour a couple of years back, and mm. it was the first thing he shouted when he walked on stage. Gordon's alive. And obviously everybody cheered and roared and he sort of went, right, that's out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> I was just about to say, he probably just wanted to be, oh, these fucking fans, they're just going to keep asking for it. Just, I'll get it out of the way now. Um, but yes, welcome back to our second Christmas installment today. I've jazzed it up a bit more with my Homer Simpson Christmas jumper. Uh, the and shirt I have abandoned all traces of Christmas. I mean, my Santa hat is here. I could well, I think that, get it on. Now, get it. Yes, otherwise yes, you're sir. fired. You're fired, and there'll be no redundancy pay. Trying to put it over the old. You're putting uh, it over. Over the old earphones. Yeah, the That's old a big headphones. hat as well. It is a big hat. I've got a big head. Oh, Santa hat. Punish. <laughs> Punish. Naughty. Oh, oh, let it slip. A little teaser for today's episode. Yes, which we will be talking about. The great Christmas horror film, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Um, yeah. In a short while, but we have some we have some bits just to get into beforehand. Um, if you didn't check out last week's episode, um, our first Christmas horror film we checked out, Christmas Bloody Christmas, um, which was Aiden's pick, which means he will not be picking ever again. Um, <laughs> it wasn't oh, that bad. <laughs> I found out. I, I said it on the last week's episode. It wasn't that good. What? The, the thing that let Christmas Bloody Christmas down was the script, which we yeah. said, right? The script is horrendous. But do go check out our episode on it, and um, we don't bash it as much as the Outwaters. 
No. Um, but yeah, you can find that episode here. I'm going to put the card here if I can remember. Um, <laughs> probably won't. But I did say in that episode... It's in the other corner. It's, oh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's going to be there, and it's going to be a link to another YouTube channel. <laughs> Somewhere around here. Hey, just click the like, subscribe, and comment button here, right here. Uh-huh. Um, I said so. The dialogue is awful on Christmas Bloody Christmas, and I said yes. I was going to go and look at how many f bombs are dropped. Oh yeah, all the way up until Santa. They, they discover Santa Terminator is kill, doing the killing, doing the yeah. business. Okay. Um, of course, I didn't go back and watch the film. Count it. I'm not a madman. No. But I found someone else on the internet who had done it for. <laughs> oh, nice. Good stuff. Someone that counts the, the amount of F-bombs in each film. How many F-bombs do you think happened in the first... It was about 30 to 40 minutes before Santa. Yeah, 45 minutes-ish. How many like do you think... Ballpark figure. Oh. I'm going to go... I feel like this is going to be too conservative. But I'm going to go 75. 200. <laughs> 200 F-bombs. All in that space of the awful dialogue where they're not even like, oh, fuck, is... it's him. Fuck, it's... Yeah, no, like, no, no. It's, it's just all... literally two characters talking normally. Like, as if we were now, but every yeah. other word is is a yeah. an F this, an F that. 200. Yeah. I, mean, I, I mean... I remember when... Um, South Park movie was coming out and it was a whole big deal of like this film has got the most swear words ever yeah. in a film a step aside bigger longer on <laughs> <laughs> the, the was... thing is though there was like it, it's the use of them is it I don't have an issue with swearing it. I don't That's mind it. it's fine but it was like it was like a, a a child that's been a lot older allowed to say some swear words yeah, yeah. for the first time. It was like just cramming them in at every available. Um, yeah, it was childhood wrote that script basically. Yeah, that, it was more than just it. like swearing as punctuation. It was literally like one fuck and fuck two fuck three. It was just like it, it was literally unbearable, unbearable. Um, like I said, I got, I got to a point of I want to turn this off. But I need to do my homework. <laughs> but I, I want to turn this film off. It's so bad. So, yeah. yeah um, do go check it out. Uh, it's quite a shorter review than our normal ones. But check it out. It's a fun one. Fun episode. Um, one one point of news before we get on to what I'm very excited for you to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the studio behind the Friday the 13th game put out another post just reminding everyone that the... Uh, game will no longer be available come 31st of oh, December. Oh, yeah, yeah. The the, um, um, the asymmetrical uh, yeah. so multiplayer one. You will not be able to buy the game uh, from 31st of December, well, 1st of January onwards, physically or digitally, it's going to be gone. So get it now if you're a collector and want a nice little piece for your game collection or your horror collection, you know, which I did. I picked it up on but- Amazon. Because oh, I nice. felt I'm I'm absolutely broke, but I was like, the way I'm looking at my broke self at the moment, right? I don't have any money for like treats. Like I'm not going to just go buy. I haven't bought a game, for instance, using an example here, or but 4K mm-hmm. for a long time. But if it's like a once in a lifetime sort of thing, then I'm going to do it. Got I myself got myself enough. a Slipknot ticket the other day. Oh yeah, because that's like it's going to happen. Then that's it. It's done. Yeah, you know. So I've, I've 
I'm fine to be in debt for that. So the Friday the 13th game, it was £16 on Amazon. I picked it up. It was a PS4. I probably won't play it, but it's kind of a piece of history in a way. It's not major. Yeah, it's a little mean. bit of history. And, so, you know, as a horror fan and all the rest of it, yeah. it's a good thing for the for, for your horror collection. I mean, um, there is, supposedly, I don't think there's been any news on it for a while, but there is going to be a new Friday the 13th game at some point. Um, is there now? Yeah, we d we have talked about it previously. Harry Manfredini mentioned that he was working on mm. music for mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. um, I think it was sort of back in June this was mentioned. Um, there's been absolutely no news on it since, I don't think. Um, well, it's the same with like Crystal Lake, the prequel show. It's kind of gone yeah. a bit quiet. So... Um. Yeah, uh, we'll see. I suppose we'll see what comes of that and whether it's going yeah, to end um, up being a victim of the whole licensing issues. So yeah, the, um, the the game's not available for 1st of January, but the servers will be online for all of next year until the end of the year. So pick it up at least, and um, if you want to play it, you get to play it for another year. If you don't, you it's worth playing. It's for your horror collection. Yeah. It's worth playing. It's worth having a, a little go with i i've had a lot of fun with it and there's uh there's a lot of interesting kills fun maps lots of easter eggs for um mm. for fans there's actually there's a there's a i think it's called the virtual cabin and it's a, just a pov walk around in one of the houses i can't forget which one it is but it's one of yeah. the houses from the movies um one of the lake houses whatever and there's a lot of uh little tidbits and making of things and little easter eggs and and stuff so yeah That's there's cool. some there's some fun things and before they lost the licensing they were updating with i think you've got all the jasons up to part eight i believe manhattan uh yes i think yes. they've also got tom savini's um is either tom savini or nicotero's design where it's like him on fire um, oh yeah yeah really cool i'm just gonna try and have a look now i'm just um, i am just on the website for the game oh cool yeah. it is gun right. studios right the same studio yeah. that created texas chainsaw it's like they basically moved on from mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah do you, do you reckon you'll pick texas chainsaw game up at some point i think i will at some point mm. again for the same reason that you've just picked up the Friday the 13th game, just just to have. And I won't mind another go at it now it's been fully released well, and there's a little bit more content and stuff. That's the thing. I'd love to have a few sessions with you. I think because we never did. When the the, no. the technical test, we did it separately. And I think, it'd be, I think it'd be good fun. Uh, I still haven't got around to playing it. I haven't had the time. I just have not no. had the time because it's not, it's not a game you can sit and pick up and play. It's a game you need to sit down for a specific yeah. time to play. Um, so... Hopefully in the future, yeah, if you do get it, it'd be good to... We'll sort it out, yeah, we'll sort it in the new year. I'll pick yeah. it, I will pick it up, and we'll, uh, we can we can do something with it, definitely. Yeah. Um, good stuff. Right. Yeah, well... It... Oh, sorry. Go sorry. on, then. You, no? No, no, I was no, going to no. say, Santa sent you a present, sir. Santa did send me a present, and I have it right there here. There it is. <gasps> it Why is it opened? Head. I opened it, I tell you, I will... I have not looked in it. Hand on heart, I have not looked in it, but I just thought uh, it might be fiddly and awkward to open on a on air, as it were. Mm. So I thought if I just if I just cut the tape and then I can just open it up. Um, so that's all I've done. I promise I have not opened it okay. fully. Um, so shall I, I said, know though? 
go for it. I sent Aiden a little care package, and I just want to say it's down to thank you very much for this year because you've been Aww. awesome, and I've enjoyed every episode we've done. And to, here's to many more. I love these things. This is great. Oh, I always keep them. chips, my favorite. I always keep them. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. It's a box of them for you. I know, this is the best. This is the best thing ever. I'm going to get them all over the floor. I think I just need to embrace it. We have... What do we have? A DVD copy of The What do we have, Aiden? (laughs) A DVD copy of The Suckling, a.k.a. Savage Baby. What is The Suckling, Aiden? Um, It is a body horror frightening that goes where few fear flicks would ever dare by focusing on an aborted fetus which comes into contact (laughs) with some radioactive slime and ends up with a new lease of life. (laughs) And I don't need to read anymore because this sounds right up my street. Who else got a copy of The Suckling? (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Something tells me we might be reviewing this at some point. Now... I am aware of this film. I have seen a review on it. It wild is not the word to describe this film. So uh, that will be interesting. But yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> oh, what else have we got? Oh, nice. VHS copy of Evil Dead 2. Excellent. Oh, that is brilliant. I love that cover. There we go. That classic. It, yeah, that, that's the best poster for the film. Even if there's it many is. others, that's the best one. The classic. See it, then scream. Absolute cracking film. Beautiful, man. Thank you very much. It's not quite the suckling, but... It's not quite the suckling, but, you know, it's up there. And then, rooting around in the post there, and I think that's... I think I've got the rest of the thing. So we have a little Chucky key ring. Hey! He is very cool. He is very, very cool. And, uh... I until recently I had um what's it called? Le Mannequin P, the little Belgian boy fountain. It's a very famous statue in Belgium, but the little boy's okay. having a wee. It's a oh, fountain. right, okay. <laughs> um so, somebody a friend of mine went to Belgium and, and got me a little key ring. And it I lost it recently, it fell off. So I can have little boy with a knife, little doll with a knife as a replacement. Yep. That is very good. Love a bit of uh, love a bit of Chucky, and then oh, t-shirt. here we go. Here we go. I, it might not fit though. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is the Valentine. It is the Valentine t-shirt. <laughs> and that might fit. You know. You know what? Just give me a second. I'll go and okay. put it. I'll I'll put you it put, on. You, Put your Christmas shirt on. I will put my Christmas Valentine (laughs) t-shirt on. That's amazing. I'm glad that shirt fits though, because I saw it XL. um, Mm. I just size it. Size is different everywhere. Like I normally wear XL or 2XL because I like the bagginess, but I'm 6'3". I mean, that's the same. I usually go for double X. But yeah. uh, this is yeah, it's all right. It's a little, it's a little snug, but you know. Well, you 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 make the commitment for one of your favorite horror films. You know, you just you just make the commitments. Here we this, go. Definitely. Well, we this is it. Uh, as far as a group thing for the channel, we now have two pieces of Valentine merch. <laughs> we need that soundtrack, the new Indeed. metal soundtrack CD. 
We do. Um, I mean, it's 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 rapidly becoming a favourite a favourite movie of the, of the channel, isn't, isn't it? it? Isn't it just? It's overtaking <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and and dare I say, it, even The Wicker Man. It's it's a Valentine channel now, folks. Um, <laughs> the Valentine cast. <laughs> oh boy. Well, I'm glad you, I'm glad you like it all. You're, you're more more than welcome. Thrilled to bits. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, this is uh, this is. I am. This is insane. <laughs> very much looking forward to this. It's got an aborted fetus and toxic waste, a toxic slime, even. You know, there's no all, pictures on the back for no, a reason. That's always a good sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a shame. I wish I was kind of watching it with you because I think it would be really fun to there watch There is it. a reversible sleeve with alternate artwork for this. Is there? I didn't see yeah. that. Oh. That's a, that's one of the bonus features. Reversible oh. sleeve with alternate artwork. Um, we could always do a watch party over Discord. We or might have to actually. And watch it together. It's a really long 76 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, right. That's um well that's Christmas over the way uh, over way over done then that's all done yeah um that's that's finished now apart from today's oh, movie today's movie Silent Night Deadly Night um one of my favourite Christmas horror films uh, one of my actually I I put this two years in a row in my top fifty horror films mm-hmm. um and what I love about doing this podcast also with yourself is that sometimes we talk about films where one of us have not seen. So you get fresh yeah. eyes, fresh eyes. You mm-hmm. have never seen this film. I had never seen this film. Until now. Until now, I have now seen this film. Yes. And what a treat. What a treat this what film is. What a treat. Is. I loved it. <laughs> it is superb. It yes, is absolutely superb. I was, yeah. I was aware of it. I was aware of it. It's crazy. You know, it crops up on, like you say, um, favorite horror lists and, mm. and various documentaries and things like that. Um, but yeah, not one that I'd ever, I'd ever got around to watching before. But yeah, I, I put it on the other night. And I got to admit, when it started, I was a little bit like, mm, probably, yeah. this is probably going to be a little bit fish. But, well, at what point were you thinking that? Um, I. <sighs> I mean, apart the the words, see, it gets going straight away. With there's yeah. some, there's some oh, good yeah. moments right from the beginning. I've got, to, I've got to admit that. But after sort of a couple of early moments, and I thought like, yeah, okay, this might be a little bit. And it was, it was just some of the orphanage stuff. And I was thinking like, yeah, okay, yeah. right, this is, yeah, all yeah. you know, all fairly predictable. But ultimately, it didn't matter. And by the end, I was like, yes, that was absolutely amazing. Loved it. So entertaining. Um, How many horror films are you, can you somewhat be a bit on the side of the killer being like, I understand him a bit, actually. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I actually understand why he's gone a bit crazy. I mean... (laughs) <laughs> what I did say is like quite early on is okay yeah this just once again proves nuns are evil like 100% but it's the way they put their religious beliefs before the having any remorse towards beating a kid yeah 
That's what's yeah. insane about it. Religious Not beliefs a- like that and how they should be pure. Like the, yeah. the two people later on that he see uh, our main kid sees having sex. Like it's it's wrong. It's wrong. Yeah, you must be beaten. That oh, comes I love it. before anything like related yeah, to being yeah, yeah. a kid. No, in in sort of one fell swoop, it's like. Uh, yeah, okay, you experienced something traumatic, but you should you should be over that. Just get over that. Like yeah. so, you know. Why are you, why are you still talking about that? <laughs> and sex is evil, so we'll give you yep. you must be punished, we'll give you a complex about that. <laughs> it's like this kid was this poor kid was just doomed. Doomed to have some sort of episode right from the beginning because Yeah, he uh Your parents were killed by a guy dressed in a Santa outfit horrifically. So you're going to sit on that Santa's lap and you're going to have a good <laughs> presumably repeatedly forced yeah. to over you know to take part in every Christmas related. Yeah. I mean even even when we get a little bit further down the line and we get grown up Billy going for the job in a toy store. Like <laughs> of all the places that this kid food for like presumably 10 years he's about eight ways about eight isn't he or something when it starts uh yeah he's very young when he starts yeah something about, like that so you know eight, yeah for around for around 10 years so that's 10 christmases where he's still been living in this orphanage and dealing with this this yeah. trauma and then they go right you're 18 now billy we're gonna get you a job toy store <laughs> at christmas <laughs> a couple of months before christmas <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah oh yeah there's one final like <laughs> nail in the coffin sprinkle of salt in the root wound it's like oh yeah go on go and do that <laughs> it's it's a fantastic film it really is um it spawned four sequels it did i know I'm yeah only aware of the second one but the second film half of it is basically flashbacks of the first film I... it's like they reused most of the first film and it's i believe it's his brother his younger brother ricky See, we so, get the we get the bait for that at the end of this one, don't we? I figured yeah. that would be. Which I, makes sense. He's traumatized. He's, well, he's completely traumatized. I mean, speak, speaking of trauma, they are not short of traumatized kids to choose from. No. Oh, are we talking about the um, unfortunate Santa killing? Yes, it's just a very hilarious. I mean, I was save this to later, but it's I so very, funny. very, very much want to talk about. Let's do it. Poor, it's fine. It's fine. Far, I didn't actually catch his name, but father, Whoa. whatever, whatever he was a it deaf was. priest, a priest, a priest. That oh, okay, is visiting. Right. Go on. Let's just just we, before we get to that. Haven't we? So the main killer of. The slasher, Silent Night, Deadly Night, is Billy, who, at a young age, witnesses his parents killed by a, a, a crackhead, I don't know, dressed up in a Santa outfit, which then causes trauma throughout his life, where he lives in an orphanage, the nuns are abusive to him, more trauma, blah, blah, blah. And his PTSD just kicks into full gear with his, um, when he starts to work in the toy shop you alluded to, um, his trigger is Santa, because obviously Santa is what he saw kill his parents and he becomes the killer dressed up as santa and for most of the second half of the film he's going around killing people as santa yeah, he's, he's on a killing spree dressed as santa the santa you're talking about now which we need to talk about is a uh santa who is coming up to the orphanage just on his own looking very still very, very yeah. creepy but the police well, have been 
on the lookout for Billy. Yeah, who's it's going close to the him. climax of the film, and the police yeah. are looking for Billy. And I believe he may be heading towards the orphanage, so we have an officer on en route. But they're told, um, shoot to kill. Shoot he, to kill a Santa. He, <laughs> he arrives. He sees Santa approaching a child. He shouts, stop, freeze, or I'll shoot. Or, you know, words to and that does. effect. <laughs> and, well, I mean, yeah, they don't give him much time to react, no. but there's no reaction. So, pow, 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 Santa is, is dropped. Yep. And... <laughs> The call, the call goes out on the radio. We've got him. We've got him. Uh, so meanwhile, it's um, it's one of the nuns from the orphanage, the the, the nice nun who was you know always a little yes. bit more sympathetic yeah, 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 to yeah, it. Yeah, the nice one. And uh, the the detective in charge of the case, or whatever. They're they're here on the radio um, that that Billy's been killed. Um, a couple of minutes later, word comes through to say the description of this Santa we've just shot is not the description of Billy. It's not Billy. It's not Billy. It's not Billy. And at which point, the nun remembers that it was a priest that they had come in to see the kids dressed as Santa. Oh, Father, whatever oh his boy. name was. And the, to which the officer replies, well, he didn't respond when we... He's uh, deaf! We caught him <laughs> because he's deaf! Because he's deaf. Oh God! At, at the point when the cop shoots him, he you the the, the camera work is, uh, you see the squibs go off in the back of the Sansa. He falls down, then kid standing there with blood on his face. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's honestly, it's it, it needs to be spoken about like straight away because yeah. It's broad daylight, Christmas morning, and Santa is gunned down in front of yeah. an orphanage, <laughs> an yeah. orphanage full of children. Like every kid in the place is out All there they... excited to see Santa. All they have is hope. <laughs> Santa's been gunned so down. So you can churn out like thirty sequels to this because there are thirty kids traumatized at the death of yeah, <laughs> the death of Santa. Oh. But it's after that. It's after the reveal that. It's it, it was this it was the deaf priest, and they just go, "All oh, right, so Billy's still out there then," and not a, nobody gives a shit that an innocent man has just been killed. Hello. And the copper that's done it is then talking to the mother superior, and he's like, "Well, I'm here for your protection, <laughs> and stick with me, and everything will be fine." It's like, "Hang on a minute, you've just Please mistakenly not. shot an innocent man." <laughs> Your gun should be in an evidence bag right now. We're on its way to internal affairs. Like you were absolutely not responsible. And, and he, but he's this is at the be- round. This is at the beginning of him arriving at the orphanage. Yeah. After he kills him, yeah, you say he's creepy. He's back to patrolling. He's There's super like cool. thirty minutes of him like going around the <laughs> yeah. building and like pointing his gun all over the place. Like this man is not competent. Like this Santa is still lying in the ground, bleeding out. <laughs> Nobody cares that they shot him. And it's honestly that that's it was that point when I went, This is the greatest film I've ever watched. I absolutely love it. Yes. It was so good. So um, good, yeah. I was in tears laughing. The the, the film isn't a comedy. It's not a comedy no. and it's not, not B movie esque. It's not B movie esque to the point of this is so shit it's funny. <laughs> it's it, it's just fun. That's it is just what it fun. is. But as well as being fun, it's got a nice, nice. Um, but it's got a believable um, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a reason. So. 
so it's it's the, the, yeah, there's a there's a reason for Billy to to go yeah, on me. Achilles break. He's not he's not just crazy like Michael Myers or no, you no. know an undead uh monster like Jason or or anything like that. We get the first half of the film is basically sort of re uh, repeating yeah. and, and re um readdressing and sort of hammering home this idea that he's he's gone through a traumatic experience and it's still affecting him in later life and you know we we are waiting for the that sort of straw that breaks the camel's back mm. as it were it's is we're waiting for that we know that he's, he's uh he's been traumatized and it's it's going to come to a head and that's what we see and it's a nice His intelligent former... sorry I was gonna say, nice intelligent story. It's uh, the it it, may, it makes sense. His trauma kind of actually spawns from right at the beginning, where they go to visit. Um, is it his granddad? Uh, granddad, yeah, who is a psychopath in the dementia home. He's a psychopath. He is an, yeah, yeah. Um, they go to but they go. God, so it's Billy, his younger brother Ricky, who's a baby. He's like a few uh -huh. months old, maybe. And the parents and they go to visit the granddad at the dementia home but then there's no one else in this room apart from the granddad um i, I mean they go off his catatonic grandfather yeah they just leave yeah. him there they leave billy alone they, with they the go off to take care of some admin and it's sort of alluded to that grandpa hasn't been he's been non-verbal for a while yeah because he's so far into his his dementia or, or what have you so they're like yeah you stay with grandpa we're gonna go off and do whatever it is we do and then <laughs> literally the second the second they leave the room grandpa turns to him with this big grin on his face and just unleashes this horrendously traumatic speech about how if he's not a good boy, Santa's gonna come and punish him to death and all of you this. You better be scared of Santa boy. <laughs> Which really doesn't help with what happens next. Um where we were shown a uh just a guy dressed up as a Santa outfit robbing a convenience store. Uh -huh. Uh not giving a fuck, uh shooting the, the teller no matter what. Really, like pops him in the chest twice and the head. Mm. And he gets 30, $31, I think he said. And then um, he's encountered a, a couple minutes later by Billy and his parents on the road. He's sort of flagging them down in the car. Yeah, he's trying to get... A, he's, he's either going to carjack them or he's going to... Yeah. He, he's hitching for a ride or whatever. He's trying yeah. Heals the dad, shoots for the window, kills the dad, um, drags the mum out of the car. I... I I don't know if this says anything about me, and it's probably not good, but I, I think remember... I know what you're going to say here, but go on. <laughs> oh, that doesn't, that doesn't <laughs> help even more, Aiden. <laughs> you, assume, you assume I would say what I'm about to say. Well, I, I, I think I had a similar um I remember question. our villain at this moment having his way with Billy's mum. See, uh, yeah. I'm glad he didn't. But that's just what I remembered from the first watching of the film. Well, I mean, he, he definitely sort of rips her top open and makes yes, a suggestive comment. Um, and I feel like in some of the flashbacks that Billy experiences throughout the film, mm. we get to see a little bit more each time or a slightly different version of it. And I took it as it's implied. I think it's implied mm. that okay. um, he did. I don't know... 
you know, if there are different cuts of the film, there wasn't actually a a full on essay scene in the version I watched. But I think I got the impression that, that it was it was an implication. There was a heavy implication that it that's that's what had happened. Okay. So yeah, he he assaults and kills the mother. Yeah, yeah, brutally. Just, uh-huh. just again, no remorse. Just kind of enjoying it in a way. Um, and also, is looking for Billy because Billy manages to escape and just hides down the side of the road. Um, doesn't do anything with Ricky, the baby. Doesn't doesn't go after him. Doesn't kidnap him. Uh, we don't actually see him steal the car. He doesn't no. like get in the car and drive off. So don't really know what happens because obviously Ricky ends up with Billy in the end at the orphanage. Yeah, yeah. So we don't really know what happens there. I don't know if it's any if it's said uh if it's said anything on the synopsis here. Yeah, B- B- Billy flees hides leaving his baby Ricky in the car. Um Yeah, nothing really of note there. It goes straight onto the orphanage, which it is a hellscape. Yeah, Absolute hellhole. <laughs> Absolute hellhole. We flash forward three years to eight-year-old Billy and four-year-old Ricky in an orphanage run by Mother Superior. Now, I didn't know as well that that's not actually her name. That's what a woman in her position of I know, the hierarchy of being that nun mm-hmm. is called Mother Superior. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a title. But Christ, it's just... It's horrible. It's so horrible to watch the way they treat the kids. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I think my note here just says nuns are the real evil in the world. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I've, horrible. I don't have much experience with um, nuns. Um, you don't? I think I served, no, I think I served one in a shop once. But uh, my dad uh, was taught um, by nuns when he was when he was at school when he was a kid, like junior infant school, junior school. He was he was taught by nuns, and he has nothing nice to say about the way that they were uh, they they treated people. Incredibly brutal, sadistic, corporal punishment. I mean, this is the days of the cane, and you know, a bit of uh, a bit of corporal mm. punishment was dished out if you were if you stepped out of line. And yeah, he he swears blind that they took great sadistic pleasure in caning kids and just generally being horrible um and that's very much what we see in this yeah the mother superior in particular has absolutely little to no sympathy for billy's plight as we said she she basically says well you know that was years ago he should have got over it by now um but but rather than just sort of leave him alone she actively is trying to make him engage with Christmas and things like that when he's he's clearly yeah. not comfortable with it and suffering, um, like sitting on Santa's lap at Christmas Day. Yeah, and but just to he, mention, just to talk about that, he's got a mean right hook on him. Incredible, like incredible. He lays for an out a grown man. That's that eight year old kid lays out and breaks the nose of a fully grown man. Yeah. I mean, even if it's a sucker punch, he properly sends him flying. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a good effort right there. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't really get too much. That That's pretty much it for an eight-year-old Billy. Um, uh-huh. There's also the drawing. We, do we see the drawing he... he I don't think drawing. we see the drawing, do we? That's the first bit. So they're drawing yeah, like in the class. Christmas, Christmas pictures. And I, I assume it's a drawing of 
you know, what happened to his parents, essentially. I don't think we ever get to see it. Um, he's... Uh, and then we also have the bit where, yeah, he, he spies on the, the older kids, uh, the teenagers, having a little... Yes. A little loving. Who get beaten um, up as well. Who also, yeah, get whipped um, yeah. For, for being wicked and sinful. So, yeah, that you know, he's uh, he's instilled with this, like, idea, notion that sex is evil um, and you should be punished for it. And, again, this sort of, if you are wicked or evil or sinful in any way, anyway, you should be punished, like, punishing anyway. the naughty. Anyway. Any, anyway. Ned Flanders may as well be running this orphanage. <laughs> Like, it's a sin to do anything. Absolutely anything. Yeah, it's um, hardcore, hardcore Catholic dogma. So after we, I, I kind of, you kind of see these um, two segments of Billy at different young ages, the sort of the, sort of the intro to the real film, which is what we then yeah. get into, which is Billy, who's got those Saved by the Bell jeans at 17 years old, looking more jacked than, looking more of a, a man than either of us. <laughs> he is huge, ripped, buff, unreal. Um, at seventeen, um, <laughs> gets a job at uh, Ira's, IRA, Ira's however toys. you want to say it, <laughs> Ira's <laughs> Toy Store. Um, where where the boss Sims, he he makes the comment of um, a very dated comment, obviously of, and he like like need a real man, not a boy. He could have. He. I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere in the script he would have also said, "Not a woman or a boy." You know, yeah, a real man he to move is, heavy boxes in the back. Yeah, he's assuming that the 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 kid from the orphanage is literally yeah. a kid from the orphanage. Yeah, which again is like absolutely like there's not an issue in his mind that a nun is offering him a child labour from. Fine, it's fine. Which suggests that that's what they're doing elsewhere in town. It's like, oh, you need. You know, you need some small hands to get into those like dangerous machines. We've got a bunch of kids here that aren't going to be doing much. Like, feel free. <laughs> Poisonous fumes, is it? Ah, they'll be all right. It's fine. They got fresh lungs. <laughs> also, if, if Billy, if Billy is like this, and they're saying he's from the orphanage. So has he literally just now come from the orphanage? Is he still staying there? Because if he is, I... he's at a position to whip Mother Superior's ass. I mean, yeah, but he's also quite a nice boy, isn't he? Because is. we get, we going forward from this point, we get another sort of series of scenes that show him being the we best get, darn stock yeah, boy you could possibly oh, yeah. be. And we get set the one of my favourite bits of the film, the montage. And very much being oh. a good, very much being a good boy. I did just want to talk a little bit more about the the store in general, though, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it it has all the vibe. Of being like a mom and pop, like independent yeah. store in what what's we don't see much of the town, but it's again get the impression that it's not a huge place. Um, no, the thing with the store though, when when you said like you, we don't really get to see much of the town, you notice all the 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 front facade is just uh, glass, but it's yeah. painted. Yeah, yeah, it's painted. So it's it's it gave me the feeling of, is this actually a set? They couldn't get a real store to like shoot in. Oh, yeah, so if possibly. it's a set, they they can paint that without having to show something in the background, in like the a, background. a road and another building. Mm. Just have it painted because you do see the outside of the store at times. Yeah, you do. But you um, do. every window is painted. 
But it, yeah, with like, a, I mean, it's paired with like a Christmassy thing, isn't it? Snow scene or whatever. It's like some yeah, sort of extra yeah. happy holidays message. Um, but yeah, like I say, it's, we get we give the we get the vibes that it's it's this small town mom and pop store. But then also it it has like a huge, massive stock room operation as well that implies they're getting like huge deliveries in and or sending out big shipments it's like yeah yeah it's both a small town mom and pop toy store and the head office of toys r us at the same time it's like it's it's really bizarre yeah uh yeah the stock room feel like i mean it kind of it kind of felt like yeah like when you said one of those mom and pop stores but it feels like a bit of a market i felt like inside they, they've got such a surplus and it, it doesn't I, I don't know some of the some of the toys like they, they showed a lot of branded stuff like muppets uh star wars yeah. toys oh yeah there's, a, there's one scene so, in particular it's right in front of uh yeah a bunch of jabba the hut toys and, and definitely star wars kenner the, the old kenner line of star wars toys but then we also see later on they have bow and arrows in there. <laughs> I mean, they have an axe on the wall. <laughs> oh, the, well, the axe that wasn't even behind glass, it's just no. sat comfortably in its nice little pouch on the wall <laughs> at arm's length that you could just yeah. pick up. It doesn't I mean, sound the alarm. Quite easily could have, could have got well, a, ch a child does get it, actually, <laughs> <I> mean... <laughs> because he's not 18 by the time he gets it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, oh, the mon yeah, so the montage, it... God, it was, it was real cheesy because I don't think the song was doing what I think it was doing, where the lyrics are explaining what's happening in the montage. I think Family Guy have done this joke before, but like it, it, the lyrics could have, may as well have been, he's stacking the shelves, yeah, he's got some boxes <laughs> in his arms, and now he's going to help a customer. He's gonna ring up. Like it was it so cheesy. But it been. it, it was been. so you were kind cheesy. Of like the uh, like the intro to like old sitcoms and stuff. Yes. You kind of expected him to just like turn to the camera with a at some point, you know, like introducing <laughs> you know Billy whatever, and he goes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. A big cheesy grin as his name comes up. Yeah, definitely, Mister um, Sims. Yeah, yeah, Mother Superior. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. Yeah, looking really stern and then smiling, oh, like having a, a falling about laughing, patting yeah. each other on the back. Yeah, and <laughs> it, it was it was good. And he's like, yeah, he is. He's straightening shelf items, and, and we did get a scene where he is straightening up something on a shelf, and Mister Sims like comes out and sees him and goes, gives him like an approving up, Billy. <laughs> like, oh, the the kid's doing good. So yeah, he's. He's on a road to being the best, the best dance stock boy you can ever. He'll be the can best. Ever possibly be. He'll be the best <laughs> until he isn't the best. Until he gets triggered, big time. But there's also so at this store you've got Sims, you've got an older lady who, uh, I guess she's maybe a floor manager. She, she's she's the one that gets killed by the bow and arrow. Yeah. You've got the stockroom manager maybe who's a douchebag. Yeah. Um, who looks like young Joe Pesci. Who I found out is 28 at this point. He's 28 years old and looks about 40. Um, yeah, there's a lot of that in this movie. There is, and there's a young, um, a young woman. I didn't catch her name. I think there's a couple of young women. 
um, that work there. that work there that are like presumably check out yeah uh, yeah people but there's one in particular who uh um she's kind of falling for him yeah they, her and uh, her and billy seem to seem to have what a, a developing love interest they seem yeah. to be um uh, what's she called i can't remember what she was called now was it i genuinely can't remember what, i know he's Ellie. called randy ellie is the mother from the beginning um randy is young joe pesci i believe it could be cindy i feel uh, like a name is mentioned a few times but damn yeah. if i can remember what it is i know it's not denise because that's Lene quigley who we see later on yeah um obviously getting the top off if she does in everything yes um god bless her um but uh, yeah so that that's pretty much our gang at the store and uh we have a problem we have a problem uh we don't have a santa we don't have a santa for the kids to no. sit on the uh the store what are we gonna do has, has broken his foot or yeah. something there's a reason why he can't turn in so what are we gonna do well we, we, we get we get the new stock boy we get the new boy billy. the newbie yeah billy will do it yeah oh well billy will do it without even asking him we know he'll do it we'll know he'll do it <laughs> But again, this is just just the sort of uh, in the real world for a second. Like you, you go to work, you have a problem with Santa Claus to the point yep. because we have a, an earlier moment where there, there's that banner unveiling, and he has a yes. very sort of like obvious over the top sort of facial tick response to seeing this Santa Claus, where he's like, it's a little minor trigger that just hits yeah. in his head, yeah. Um, you know, you'd you'd probably have a word with your boss, wouldn't you? Especially when he says, we need you to dress up as Santa. You go, well, you see, the thing is, my parents were killed by Santa. I'm probably Look, not going to do yeah. this. Um, yeah. I know it sounds weird. I, I'm sorry, Mr. <laughs> I know it sounds weird, but I just I just can't. He's like, well, why, Billy? Why? I mean, come on, it's just Santa. It's like, okay, you, want, you really want to know the truth? This happened to me as a kid, and if it's, ever since then, it's just plagued my mind. I just, it, it freaks me out too much, and it brings back horrible memories. Oh, Billy, it's, that's silly. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, and, um, do you know what, though? When he is, he, he does, he takes on the job of Santa. That he first does. kid, that first kid is a pain in the ass. <laughs> that little girl that is sitting on his lap because Billy's I give it to Billy at this point he's trying he's been very calm he's not shouting he is, at her he is yeah. please sit still please please she is fidgeting as hell yeah she, get her out of here she doesn't deserve a present yeah yeah she she doesn't she doesn't help the situation but he is he does handle it well and even some of the parents comment that he's uh, he's, mm. he's very good and he's doing he's doing well um, until he does shout at her <laughs> <laughs> tells her that you on I mean yeah naughty and punished I, I think I did comment at this point that nobody in this film can read a room like nobody no. <laughs> nobody can actually the parents like oh he's very good he's like clearly good. this is very not going good. well <laughs> nobody has noticed like Billy increasingly twitchy as Christmas gets nearer and nearer and more and more Santas are around the place. Like, nobody. <laughs> they they send him to work in a toy store before Christmas. They make him sit on Santa's lap as a child. Like, nobody can read the fucking room in this nope. movie at all. Nope, <laughs> not one. 
Um, and it, it's this the same day, I believe, which is their last day of the store being open. They have a little. I, believe, I think it's drink. Christmas Eve. Yeah, I think uh, Mr. Sims says it's Christmas Eve. We've only got like seven hours, and then all of this is over. Yeah, um, and then when it is over, they're like, "Way!" And then and they have the most depressing staff party I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> three At bottles work. of three <laughs> bottles of whiskey come out from under the counter. <laughs> yeah, and they're all just basically start pounding shots. Yeah, Sims seeming like like he started a little bit earlier than everybody else because he is slurring and very. Like close to being completely incoherent by the time. Oh, it's on the regular um, for him. Yeah. Um, and he's 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 basically with Billy. Stick with me, kid. I look after you. Like is he? Is he's forcing him to <laughs> to drink alcohol? Um. So yeah, a little bit of a. It's it's quite a depressing stuff. It's quite a depressing party. So, uh, the stock boy, the other the other stock manager, decides to. Uh, get a little bit handsy without permission to liven things up. He does, but at the same time, she's fine with it. I mean, she's yeah, this absolutely is absolutely fine with it. This is the thing. So it's the same. Did we, did we get her name? Did we um, decide what she was called? Stock girl. Stock girl. <laughs> uh, Jerry. I'll try and find it. Laura. I don't know. Um, the, the, like I say, the love interest, and, and it's the lady that, that Ricky's had um, uh, a, a, a rapport with and a good relationship with. But then it does transpire that actually it's the stock manager that she's uh, possibly in a closer relationship with because, yeah, she willingly goes off with him sort of to... Pamela. Pamela. Pamela yeah. To make out under the mistletoe. Uh Yeah. But yes, stockman, douchebag stockman. Yeah, was a little. It gets a little bit too handsy, a little bit too quick, and uh, he is aggressive with it eventually. Yeah. Um, and this is the point. This is the point. This is the breaking where point. Where Billy is done. Billy has basically transformed into the evil that started all this for him. It's come full circle. Billy has become um, said killer at the beginning that killed his parents and caused all this trauma, basically. Um, oh. Oh. Sound's gone. Sound? I can't hear you. Oh, no. We'll be back, folks. Hello, 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 oh, you're hello. back, you're back. Oh, I'm there back, I'm back. I don't know what that was, apologies. Uh, Billy yes, so cut the cables outside Aiden's house. <laughs> He's um, on his way in. So yes, Billy, this is his breaking point, and you were saying? Uh, what was I saying? We're doing a podcast, and Tom is thinking what he was saying. <laughs> um, yes, he. This is this is the turning point. He becomes what is a full circle. He becomes the yes. evil that that basically started this whole trauma trip for him since he was a young boy, and he he struggles to really pick up that axe from the wall 
um, which is his, his choice of weapon. You know, the axe is just, just, just carefully just placed on the wall. Which he does, but he does not struggle to pick up um, evil stockman. I'm glad you clocked this because he, he, he has Jason strength. <laughs> he chokes him one-handed. He he hangs him one-handed with a string of fairy lights. Yep. Um, in a yeah, an incredibly impressive um, feat of strength, which is in absolute uh, opposition to the brawl he has later on with the uh, the other teenage, the topless teenage character. Uh, the, uh, the oh the yes in in, yeah, yeah. in the um in, in the cabin yes yes yeah, yeah that, you're right yeah like an extent, so say he's you know in the first in the first instance he can lift a grown man and hang him by one hand um hold him there long enough until he until he chokes out uh yeah he, he can't beat a young lad well, his, like, his it hate- takes him a while. <laughs> His HP had been depleted by then, so he needed a first aid uh, kit or um, That's it, his health potion. Yeah, 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 it was gone down a bit. Um, but he, it's but with he, the Christmas lights, isn't it? He does, yeah, he, yeah. He strangles him, strangles him with the Christmas lights. He strangles lights, him. <laughs> takes a strangled angle and then takes a box cutter to uh, Pamela and uh, slices her up somewhat rotten. Yeah, yeah, he, I mean... I mean, she had it coming. Come on, let's be fair. Come on. I mean, well, come on. F- being a te- te- come on. Come on. Yeah, exactly. I mean, come on now. God. No, we do not mean that here. She did not no, deserve. No not. one deserves to be killed here. We don't. We didn't mean that at all. No, 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 no. So anyway, um, yes, he is. He's begun his rampage. Um, uh, I believe Mr. Sims is next. Mr. Sims is hammered, plastered, metaphorically and literally. <laughs> Did you write um, that down? I did write that down. That's I, very fact, clever. My, my full <laughs> note is Mr. Sims is hammered both metaphorically and literally. That man had a depressing Christmas Eve, though. Basically just a bottle of whiskey at work. <laughs> yeah, that's a sad way to go out, isn't it? It was <laughs> like a sad got, toy store. Got drunk after work and then beaten to death with a claw hammer. Um, yeah, in your sad little toy store. Got plastered with people you probably hate. <laughs> the job you hate, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very clever, very clever writing you've done there. I'm Thank very you. impressed. Thank you. That's, that's that. why you got your Christmas gift. That's yes. why you got the supper. <laughs> that's why I'm here. <laughs> yeah, that's why you're here. Yeah, because I don't speak English well. Um, and to cap off the Toy Store massacre is, um, it's the the other lady, the older, the other the lady, lady from the Mrs. Randall. Who, she gets chopped with an axe, does she not? But she she deserves some credit because she actually is one of the smart victims. Oh yeah, you know, when she's being pursued around the store by Billy, she she's you, you see it um, a few minutes before early on. She's wearing a hat, fancy hat with a flower on, mm-hmm. which comes back now to play where um, Billy's looking around the shelves, holding his axe, his his axe, looking through the shelves, and he spots the. Spots the hat with the flower. He thinks it's her, so... Argh! Jumps around the side to surprise her, but it's just stacked on top of a few boxes, which then she pounces on him, um, knocks him over, manages to run away. A little moment like that, you rarely get from yeah. main cast and crew or um, victims in these horror films. Yeah, and, so, and to be honest, earlier than that as well, when she finds Mr. Sims, 
When she opens the door and sees him, she does not hesitate and bolts straight for the exit. Oh, yeah, she's gone. Like, it, there's there's no hanging around. There's no, like, oh, I wonder who did this and looking around. She's like, scream, out of here. She's, yeah. like, straight to the door. She's not touching him going, are you okay? <laughs> are you... <laughs> you got some, something got red on you. Um... That hammer costs $15. <laughs> you know that, right? <laughs> Wait, $15? That's a very expensive hammer. <laughs> Um and yeah, so this is where the bow and arrow comes into play. Just, just out of the blue, pops blue. her. The thing is, though, this really bothered me with her is that she had this really smart moment, but then when she got to the door, which was locked, she couldn't think how else to escape. The wall yeah. is glass; it's all yeah. glass. Just chuck something at the wall and get out of there. Because wait, does, you know, she picks up the axe. Yeah. Right. So, I think so. Sw- swing, swing at the the glass. Yeah. No, because then that would show the outside. Can't do that. <laughs> <sighs> um, there's some team street in a donut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a camera crew in the back. <laughs> no, so, did you um? Do you know what version you watched of this film? Um, no. Uh, well, where, where did was, you watch it? I watched it on Amazon. I rented it on Amazon Prime. Oh man, I could have given you to this. This actually, I've got. Two, I got the both versions. Oh. I got the unrated and the normal version. Um, so I don't know which one it was. Uh, and I okay, think, I think we've gone through this before, and it doesn't actually tell you, does it? No, but base, basically, there is an unrated version, um, uh-huh. which I don't know if we've talked about of any films on here. But one that comes to my mind the most is My Bloody Valentine. If you get a copy of that, you'll notice if it's the unrated or uh, the director's cut version, there's a lot of shots that look like their color grading is completely off because they were cut shots. There's a lot of that in this. So if you didn't experience that, then you've probably got the normal Uh, um, version of Silent Night, Deadly Night. But the one I watched where, especially around the toy store, there's a lot of cut shots where the color grading is completely off. Um, And especially there's one with her kill where you see um, he fires the, the the arrow into her and it goes into her and you see it sticking out the back, blood coming down, and then she collapses into the the pile of fake snow and train the train circling her. I don't know. Okay, well, there, there's a few shots there that are cut. Um, I, I, I mean, this, this film got pulled from the cinema because of its rating, yeah. because of its, uh-huh. its extremeness. Um, so there, were, there did seem to be a lot of shots cut from it. They're, they're not they're not that graphic really i mean today's standard back then i guess sure. yeah it's more of a case of it's santa killing people the idea yeah. of santa killing people so so yeah mrs randall dead that's everyone in the toy store done um yeah toy stores closed for the foreseeable future that is that is um we now move on to the Winter Wonderland killings of uh, Lene Quigley. Lene Quigley and her boyfriend having a great time on the pool table in this now, random Now, I have cabin. a lot to say about this scene as well. Because Go for it, this, my friend. It, Go for it. ridiculous. So we have, yeah, like you say, we have uh, Miss Quigley and her fella making out. Some good old-fashioned making out. Um... It's uncertain. I don't think it's either of their houses, is it? I think she's babysitting. Yeah, looking after a cat, that's for sure. 
she she's babysitting and has invited her boyfriend over i think is mm. is the sort of setup um so we get uh, the little girl sort of shouting down the stairs like oh you know is santa coming or whatever and there's there's a, a little exchange where she's cuz she, at this point she's topless on a um on a pool what? table uh, no i don't believe it <laughs> and um and yeah in danger of of being discovered by her young charge so there's a lot of sort of Go back to bed, and you know Santa won't come if you if you don't go back to bed. So go back to bed now. Um, so she does off, off she off she goes, and uh, now the I think that's it. She said she has said to the little girl, "Don't come down. We're doing homework." So yeah. after the little girl goes, her boyfriend comes out with the immortal line, "Let's get back to our studies." Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. as he lays her back on the pool table, also says. Number two ball in the corner pocket. <laughs> Which while he's got clothes still on. I mean I, I mean, yeah. Also that, but uh, if I'd have been if I'd have if I'd have been with somebody and they'd have said that to me, I would have dried up instantly. That'd have been it. I'd have been like, you know what? Oh, you bad Probably boy. Probably time for you to go home. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but actually, earlier in, earlier in the scene, at the beginning of the scene, there are carol singers outside. And as they're trying to get down to it, he says he can't concentrate with the carol singers. So he puts some music on, which just so happens to be his Christmas sex jam mixtape because it's some sort of Christmas-themed jazz music that comes on the stereo. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> uh, that that whole... I feel like that's a bit of a trope. And not just in horror, but films. Maybe yeah. not so much nowadays of... You put on a bit of music to lighten the mood, to get busy with. It's a bit more like a, a specific. He has a specific Christmas. I mean, it's, it's all it's all Christmas music. It's yeah. all Christmas music. So it it does suggest that that's what he was listening to later in the day. Mm. So carol singers aren't doing it for him. Not doing but anything. Jazz musician singing royalty-free Christmas music. Yeah. I don't think it was a, a real song. Um, that's fine. That doesn't put him that's off fine. his off his stroke. Um, but yeah, then he makes he makes this horrible pool ball joke. Um, <laughs> at which point we hear some jingle bells. And yes, I see. I love that that you you know when he's coming. You can yeah. hear the the feet, the jingle bells of the feet coming. Yeah, it's great. So we we hear the jingle bells and. <laughs> She jumps up. Denise jumps yeah. up um, because she thinks it's the cat. Oh, I've got to go and let the cat in. Um, well, pulls on a cat. tiny, tiny, tiny pair of denim short shorts and nothing else and goes upstairs completely topless to the front door. <laughs> All the while, completely she's practically topless. naked. Like, opens the door looking for the cat. You know, the little girl who she didn't want to, you know, she didn't want the uh, to catch in the act could have been wandering around but no she, she put those it's a good real good job she put on those tiny little daisy jukes otherwise she wouldn't have been decent at all <laughs> no, no, no 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 she 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 knew her part she knew she knew what to wear just to check on the cat yeah um is it this point uh billy shows up i believe it is billy shows up punish 
it's not the cat. Well, it is the cat, but uh, yeah, he, uh, he, yeah, he comes to punish. I mean, he chops punish. the door, doesn't he? Punish. Yeah, which is quite funny that if after her death, which we'll just get into in a second, um, boyfriend called. Um, oh, I don't know. Um, Denise and Tommy. Of course, it's Tommy. Um, Tommy then goes to the door, which is completely destroyed, and the cat's sitting next to it. And he may as well be like, Did you do this? <laughs> yeah. There is a moment where I think that's what he's going to say. Yeah. yeah. Did you break this door? But um, yeah, do you remember the, the last one we talked about not long ago with uh, Lene Quigley? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, Night of the Living Dead. Not that Living Dead. Uh, Return of the Living Dead. Yes. Trash. Trash is getting the kill yeah. off again. Yeah. Um, she's also in stuff like Night of, the, Night of the Demon, Sorority Babes in the... Wait, what is that? That's a different one. Sorority Babes in the Slime Ball Bowlerama. Hollywood Chains... Have you seen it? I've seen that, yeah. <laughs> Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. That's been on my list for a while. Creepazoids and Jacko. I've seen Jacko. Oh, she's in Savage Streets as well. Savage Streets Savage is Streets great. As well, yeah. With uh, Lin- nice. Linda Blair. That's great. But anyway, yeah. Uh, so Linda Blair's death. <laughs> Linda Blair. <sighs> Linda Blair is not in this film. Um, Lene Quigley's death. There happens to be one hell of a... Is it a deer? It's a deer with its antlers, right? Was it a deer reindeer? with antlers. I don't, it's yeah. not a reindeer, I don't think. Reindeer. But, you know, deer with antlers. Yeah, and... Um, does she pull up a somewhat of a fight? I don't think he just picks her up. I feel like she puts up some. Oh, see, I fight. think the opposite. I think he literally does. Just grabs I think her. she may. She may. This may be a weak attempt to escape, but she Billy very quickly just overpowers her and lifts her up and uh, yeah, impales her on the on the horns on the uh, the, the antlers. Yes, which again has a cut shot in the unrated version um i think it might be the part where he's like he's kind of witnessing what he's done you see her hanging there which i don't know would would she die that quickly i Uh, I feel like she'd bleed out a lot more i don't know if she would die that quick i mean i think if you want to be really picky it wouldn't hold a weight and she'd fall off quite quickly uh like the whole kick the whole stuff Uh, come down but um, hell of a rule plug I mean, it's probably not been hung up there with the attempt no. of then hanging somebody else <laughs> off there as well. So, uh, um, but yeah, I mean, it probably take you a long time to die. Yeah, really. I think it would. It, I think it would. Bloody hell! It, it it would be yeah, excruciating agony for hours, akin yeah. to crucifixion or something like that. I would have thought. Yeah, yeah, you're uh, you're probably not. Not blacking out too well. You'd maybe black out from the pain, but uh, yeah, not a nice way to go. Um, and we have Tommy up next, the boyfriend, the the lover boy, the uh, sex king, the <laughs> master of ceremonies, master of words, uh, who does put up a fight with the. Um, he does. I mean, he does. Pulls up, like I say, puts up quite a surprising fight, mm. considering we mm. know what the uh, what what Tommy uh, what Billy is capable of. Um, and his his crazy strength, um, yeah, they they duke it out for quite a while, um, slamming into things, and eventually he 
hoys him through the window, which is what finishes him off. Yeah, and if you look at that, um, the shot of Tommy on the ground, you look at it carefully, you can see the shards of glass sticking out. Sticking he's got a it, yeah. huge one sticking out of his, his gut, which I don't think I clocked the first time. No, and he's no, got one he's, in the middle of his face coming out, which it, I'm trying to work out how that would even happen. I mean, I, to be honest, I think I think in Physically. movies we see people th- we see people go through windows with, uh, uh, and rarely do we see them actually getting cut by glass. Yes, I agree to that. But whereas I hmm. think. I don't. I don't think you'd get impaled by big shards to the same ex, to the extent that he does in this. That's mm. not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But it's good to show that there are there. What it was good that they showed some glass injuries and not just it's the smash and the impact damage because you would be throwing. I mean, modern glass shatters differently, and you get it shatters into a load, yeah, and loads of different types of glass. Shattered. But like Back old then. windows like that shatter into big pieces of jagged yeah. glass. You would be you would be absolutely cut to ribbons getting thrown through a window, and nobody ever shows it. No, it was it was more to the point for it to be impaled in him because if he went uh sort of chucked through like that yeah and then like sort of tucked and rolled and then he was he was on his back for the pressure of a shard like that to be gouged into him i I was yeah no i don't think i don't uh, think that'd be possible i don't think i know i shouldn't be thinking so seriously like (laughs) like it's because of santa getting absolutely popped in a few minutes time but it was a little nit bit that i kind of focus on with films like this um and one of my favorite bits another favorite bit coming up is um the young girl in this house. Yeah. He may as well have said to her, he, he, he Billy, Billy, he spares her life. He does. Um, gives her the Stanley knife as a Christmas present, but may yeah. as well say here, get your fingerprints on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good point. I mean, first of all, she, there's been an absolute racket going on in that house. Yeah, I mean, there must be some thick walls, some some good soundproofing because, um, like Tommy, Tommy doesn't hear uh, Denise getting impaled and all of that sort of stuff. Then the little girl doesn't hear that or Tommy getting thrown through the window. Um, <laughs> and yeah, but yeah, uh, that is a good. It is a good little moment where he presents her with the the still bloody box cutter that was previously used to slice well, I open. I don't think it's a box cutter. I think it's actually a Stanley knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, a box cutter, if in theory, turns into like a long blade when you, when you extend yeah. it all the way. Um, yeah, and they're, no, they're a lot, I feel, they're a lot more fragile, I feel like, a box cutter than a Stanley. Yeah. That, I mean, Not it's that like, kind of, rather than like a kitchen knife, though, I mean. It's yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's that kind of she, but she's just left with this this bloody Stanley knife. <laughs> um, is it? I feel as well like it's after this where we get another incredible kind of just. It, it's only in the film to fill the part of okay, the police are on the prowl for Santa. Um, Oh yeah, he's going around yeah, killing yeah, yeah. people. Oh no, sorry, it's not this bit. He, uh, Billy, um, we get the kids sledding. We get the kids. Uh, we yeah, we get the kids sledding. Um, 
no idea who they are. They just have a problem with each other. They are just... It's, I mean, right, again, I, a lot to say about this because it, it just it entertained me so much. So I'll, re- I'll just read my note. Yeah, who are these it. two lads sledging on Christmas Eve? Absolute squares. <laughs> All of these lads are far too fucking old to be sledding on Christmas Eve. One of them is like 36 at least. So, yeah, it's two lads who are far too old to be out sledding yeah. on christmas eve or any time yeah. for that matter they're both easily in their 20s um and they are sort of jumped by we you know the sort of stereotypical neighborhood bullies or whatever who are two even older lads that must be way say, older mid 30s at least um who basically yeah they they bully them so they can take their sleds off them and go sledding in their stead. It's like, it's Christmas Eve at like midnight at least at this point. That's what they want to do. Why? That's what they want to do. Why are they not in a bar? Look how excited they get. home with their families? (laughs) But look how excited they get when they do sled. Like, woohoo! Yeah! There must be nothing to do in this town. There must be nothing. So little to do. I mean, the toy store's closed now, so... I mean, that's it. That's literally... <laughs> that's, that is it. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> the first kids survive. The first kids, because obviously they get scared away by the bullies. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But the bullies... Uh, I believe it's only one of them that gets it. It gets decapitated by Billy. Yeah, because he gets he gets cho- his head chopped as he's coming down the hill. Yeah. Um, Punish. Don't, I don't think anything happens to the other one. Um, no, I think he a, runs uh, off. We do see a good shot of the the decapitated uh, decapitated head next to the body. It's a good effect. It, well, the, I thought the effects was good. Um, the effects in general for this film. It's not. It's not a gory film, but the effects hugely, in this no. the effects are bits. very good in this film, though. Regardless, um, it was after this, which is um, where the police are informed that there there is a Santa on the loose killing people. Yes, where we see the two. Two uh, super cops driving around on the patrol looking for a Santa. Well, we, they spot a Santa climbing up a ladder into an upstairs window, which ends up being uh-huh. a kid's window. And they, they, they're they on it. They're yep. on it. They park up. Kicking they indoors. barge into that house. Guns out. Ready to kick in that door. Now freeze, sucker! And it turns out to be the girl's dad. Yes. But the mum who runs up the stairs behind them has a face of complete bewilderment and confusion. <laughs> like she didn't know he was doing this. And also, yeah. <laughs> and also if I was, if I was a kid, which um, surprisingly to many people out there, I uh, used to be one uh, many years ago. Um, if my dad climbed into my window <laughs> while I was sleeping, dressed in Santa, I think I'd be freaked the hell out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I'd have the emotion, the emotional response of Santa's here. Santa, even if I did believe in Santa, is a man climbing through my window. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely. terrifying. <laughs> what a brilliant idea! What a swell idea for this guy. Um, yeah, hundred percent. But these cops 100%. aren't trigger happy because I actually think that would have been even more hilarious if they just popped him in front of his doors. <laughs> If they just unloaded on this guy in front of his daughter, it's like, sorry, ma'am, 
and they just go about their business. And we just get a montage of every Santa in town yes. just being just shot, in, <laughs> shot down in cold blood, which essentially is what happens with the rest of the movie. We yep. do just have an extended series of Santa murders uh, where yeah. Santa's the victim and not the not the perpetrator. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean... Just so it's after this that we get uh, they they work out that Billy is attempting to head back to the orphanage, but there's one of the one of the young girls in the orphanage has left the phone off the hook, so they're unable to contact the building. Um, yeah, she was she was using the phone to talk uh, for her doll to talk to someone. Yeah, 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 like role playing. <laughs> but at, at this time as well, the the younger nun who's kind of on Billy's side, like yeah. not on his side, but understanding what's going through is trying to help him is, is sort of like two steps behind Billy, like with the police trying to find out what's going on. Um, and yeah, this is where uh, super deputy who we, are we, there's a lot of characters in this film that are just sort of boom. Now they're on screen, not really introduced. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I can't remember. He's just he's the police inspector or something. Mm. Uh, Lieutenant somebody played by is it played by Robert Culp? He's a lieutenant. Have a look. But either way, we're, we're not Connelly. introduced. We're not introduced. We just we just see him at the station uh, along with the nun, and I think they get a call of, "Let's go, we got to go," and they're out of there. Um, yeah. there's there's nothing really to introduce us to um, this lieutenant. No, and it's he's almost portrayed as as being almost like um, almost like a Doctor Loomis figure. Mm. Like like they've been waiting for Billy to snap, and now is his his chance to to go after him um, because it's it's on board with it straight away and it's like right yeah we'll we'll get him we'll nail this sucker um uh and yeah they're they're sort of good comparison actually i didn't thought about that about loomis yeah they're chasing him they're chasing him down and it's almost yeah it is it's like the well i suppose the the nice nun Mm. fits that sort of role as well that she's she because she knows that he has these issues and and stuff and perhaps it was from her point of view, it was always it was only a matter of time. Um, but yeah, this is where we get the uh, the fantastic, fantastic scene that we discussed at the top of the show. Uh, it's superb. It is with, superb. And and I've just realised my other note. Uh, so is let's hope the cop didn't make a mistake this time as he caps Santa Claus in front of the children. And that because that was on the back of the busting into the uh, yep. the house with the father, and then literally the next note is they shot Santa Claus in front of a bunch of orphans, and it turns <laughs> out it was a deaf priest, and absolutely nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> nope, he is still currently outside right now, as we speak. He's still out there. Um, um but yeah that cop is he's like he's like he says something about i can't explain it and i love that he's like oh i'm here for your safety and don't let anyone in unless you know exactly who it is 
and where is he, when he is literally the one that just shot the wrong man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, he has no place to be the authority figure he's trying to be. Let me explain what's going on here. Yeah, don't worry about that body. Don't don't look at that body. Let me. We're gonna we're gonna sort this out. We're gonna get. No, stop it. Billy, we're gonna get Billy. It's fine. Don't worry. He's fine. He fell over and landed yeah. on some bullets. Some it's like bullets. It's a mulligan. It's a do-over. Just that new one didn't count. Like, yeah. Forget about it. <laughs> um, we get we get a little scene as well where Supercop is um on patrol around the orphanage because the orphanage is just like a building. I mean, I mean, this feels like it's in like the Rockies in the Midwest. I'm not sure about the actual settings, but it feels very much like Colorado, uh, Midwest sort of area. Um, and this building is in the middle of nowhere, but we see Supercop patrolling around the building. He finds this sort of outhouse-looking building, which is the doors just clinging, and goes downstairs. And I assume it's like a generator. Maybe yeah, it looks a like a generator. Like and is it is this where he gets killed? Is at the top of the, he comes back to the top of the stairs. I feel like that's uh, where Billy kills him at the top of the stairs. Yeah, I think so. Um, I don't. I didn't pay much attention to his yeah his death. To be honest. Um. He gets um, Officer Barnes. There we go. Continue. Officer Barnes. He's yeah. He's he's struck in the chest by Billy's axe. Um. Yeah. But that's basically, when he's controlling that. Um, and we also have now Mother Superior, who's now in a wheelchair. Yeah. And seemingly a lot nicer as well. Which in the wheelchair. Like, I feel like she's mellowed in her old age, and she's uh, she's not quite the, the formidable dragon lady she is. Uh, yeah. Or she was for Billy. Um, and she yeah, is sort of encouraging the children to all sing some Christmas carols. Um it kind of gets wrapped up around this point. It's it's pretty quick. It is pretty it's, quick. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the super cop gets killed. Um, Mother Superior has the children singing. One kid sees Billy through the door, uh, through the mm. window, and goes to let him in. And as he's approaching Mother Superior to uh, give her the chop, uh, Inspector Connolly busts in and uh, and caps the it, legs making splayed. it the. S- Yes. <laughs> Making it the second Santa Claus that these children have seen gone down in cold blood in the space of about half an hour. Um, which oh is going to just, just, just extra. And one of them is the brother of this chat, of this, uh, this, latest, this latest victim. Super. Oh, it's super. Yeah, in front of his brother. I'm not sure if. Um... The Santa before was killed in front of Ricky as well. I mean, so, I just assumed he was out there playing in the snow with all the other kids. Um, I, I don't think we're specifically told it is, but like there were enough children in that. Um, yeah, in the the play area or front yard or whatever you want to call it, uh, throwing dirty, grimy snow at each other. They're orphans. They're happy enough. <laughs> they don't need much. No, they don't. Um, and yeah, Billy is Billy's taken out before he can chop up Mother Superior, which kind of sucks because she had it coming. Yeah, like you say, it's it's kind of easy to feel sympathetic towards Billy as a as a character because he is. It's a little bit of falling down, isn't it? He is a man that mm. was just pushed pushed to the to, pushed to the brink. Yeah, by 
external forces are not really his, his own. His it was own everything out, out of his control. Everything was yeah. out of his control. Um, yeah, I mean, but what would have been worse for the kids in the orphanage seeing their, I guess, I don't want to say, not, um, I, mother, mother, superior. Fi- mother figure being hacked to death by Santa or Santa, who they love, being popped in front of them twice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's I mean, it as well. That's got to be extra confusing if you're already on the fence about whether yeah. Santa exists or not. You see two get killed in... <laughs> or, or it introduces the notion that Santa is some sort of undead figure. <laughs> <laughs> and where does Billy... Where would Billy go from there once he's killed Mother... Because that's his end goal. Really. I mean, that... Yeah, I guess it is. You, you've, you've got to assume it is. Like, he's going to... I mean, he's never really... We're never told where he's living either. Like... So no. is, he, is he still a resident of the orphanage? Would he have like axed the mother superior and then taken his hat off and gone upstairs and just got into bed for a nap? Bit of a lie down. He had been out all night. Um, well, it all well as far as it all happens within one night, right? The toy store. It's Christmas Eve through to Christmas morning, isn't it? Yeah, so it I only guess. happens within one night. And before that, yeah. like but I said, been I said up earlier, drinking as well. You know, they'd done. He, he had, had a couple. A, he'd had some booze and he'd been stayed up on that. I'd be shattered. I'd definitely want to be like... I'm tired now. <laughs> <laughs> but he, well, he's 17. So I don't think he'd be drinking that much. Yeah. But even before this, like I said earlier, where was he living? Was he working at the store while still living at the orphanage? I'm assuming, given so that it's the, nice, it's the nice nun that essentially gets him the job. Yeah. Um, I think it's like, yeah, he's about to turn 18, which means they'll he'll be under his own control. Um, mm. And this is sort of the last thing they do. So he'd be like, set him up with a job. You've got six, you know, six, you're six months until you're 18. Um, you've got a job now. Look for a place because once you're 18, God doesn't love you anymore and you can't live here. <laughs> <laughs> go commit all the know. sin you want <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um and we end with our sequel bait of we ricky do. witnessing his brother being brother slash santa that's a twofer mm-hmm. that's a twofer right yep. there yeah being popped by uh officer by uh the cop and he utters the words naughty see which is very much basically come full circle again as to what it happened with has, Billy. Yeah. Um, I mean, but but as a reaction to seeing your brother killed in front of you, that naughty. It's, it's really <laughs> understated, isn't it? Yeah. It's uh Ah oh, yeah. <laughs> You in trouble. So yeah, um it's I feel like the way we've gone through this film completely um, completely shows how well the pacing of this film is. The pacing is on point with this film. There's never really a dull moment. It's, nope. it's constantly going, this film. And for the most part, everything's relevant. As I said, it's questionable mm. about the, yeah. the, the Santa father. 
Yeah, scene. yeah. That's just a, but, to, to add to the story of not, we're looking um, for a Santa. It's not the... Yeah, it's not, like, completely... Uh, it's, it's only short, you know what I mean? And it's one scene. It's not mm, like it's... Uh, mm. we're, we're inundated with them. Yeah, no, it clips along. It, everything's relevant. It it works. Um, it's it's funny. It's got funny moments, but I think That's a lot of that's it. to do with its age and you know maybe the quality of the acting and stuff. It's just a little bit a little bit cheesy. Like, it's basically it's what we talked about with Christmas Bloody Christmas. We wanted that like sort of cheesy camp mm. air to it, which the Christmas Bloody Christmas didn't have, mm. and this has. Yeah. In spades you know it's great um i was thoroughly entertained watching it i was laughing my ass off towards the end um yeah thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed it yeah it's it's say like i said it's not a comedy film and it's not an intentional b-movie film but it's fun and the way parts are executed (laughs) no pun intended for our santa (laughs) He, he was very his part was very well executed but it came across so silly because of i think more so because of what we learn about him and who is that's the funny part when you're learning yeah it was the priest and he's deaf <laughs> that's that's the funnier part than santa being popped in front of kids yeah um I mean, it's just yeah it, it just it works really well we get a good we get a good story about basically one man's being driven to to commit mm. heinous acts of violence um framed framed you know wrapped up in this sort of you know christmas parcel um because it's it, it's it's a santa um and it makes sensible use of the holiday season and the reason for him being a killer and yeah completely it it yeah it works it works really well you know, it's there's a there's logic for him putting on the suit. It's not just he snaps and decides to do it. We get some backstory. Um, yeah, no, it was uh, it it worked really well and was uh, a little bit of a surprise that we got it to be honest because I was kind of expecting a little bit more of suddenly there's a killer and he's dressed as Father Christmas. You know, I mm-hmm. wasn't expecting this this backstory that we got. Um, so yeah, it worked. It worked really well for me. Did that, and I was. Uh, it was. It was good. It was well executed and good to see. I'm. I'm really happy you enjoyed it. I, I kind of yeah. knew you would. Um, and it also falls into. It's one of the best slashers I think I've ever seen. It's one of my favorite slasher films because it is a slasher, really. I think um, so. And it, I think it's it's up there with Black Christmas as my favorite Christmas horror films because we 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 talked about last time Christmas horror is not easy to do. Um, you've no. only got a few things you can focus on, like this one and like last film Santa being the killer. Yeah. It might not be whoever's underneath the Santa outfit it doesn't matter, but Santa's the killer. There we go. Um, this had a better context and story behind it as to why Santa was the killer um, yeah. than last film. Um, so if it's done well like that, you're you're golden. Yeah, um, I'd agree. Definitely. I'm I'm really intrigued to the sequels. I'm not intrigued to the second one because I know. I mean, we'll, we'll do it eventually, maybe next year. I think. Um, 
there we go. Next five years, next five Christmases, we'll go for a <laughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night. Um, well, Quint, Quint, Quint. Uh, is it, it's not a trilogy. It's not a quadrilogy. Is it a Quint? It's a Quintilogy. Quintilogy. The five, fil- the five films of Christmas. <laughs> so we've got Silent Night, Deadly Night Two, Part Two, Silent Deadly Night Three. Better watch out. Uh-huh. Which is a focus on Billy's younger brother Ricky becoming a serial killer. Which Oh, it's the same as part two. Part two and three do that. It's both with okay. Ricky. So we've got three. Uh, that So the first three are... I've just found a Reddit post about it. And oh, go for it. The first three yeah. are, a, are a trilogy. Um, four and five are standalone sequels. Some, mm. uh, supposedly. Um, which are called... So, Silent Night, Deadly Night 4, Initiation. Which is a weird subtitle. And Daddy Night Five, the Toy Maker. Yeah, okay. There's apparently a loose yeah. remake as well. <laughs> a loose remake called Silent Night in from 2012. But then there was also a film called Silent Night, I believe, that came out a few weeks ago with Joel Kinnaman. I'm not sure yeah. what it's actually about. I think it's an action film. Um, but then other films like that, we've got Violent Night, which was I know, I David really want Harbour to see that at some point. from last year. And a lot of similar name films John, like that. John Leguizamo. Yeah, Leguizamo, that's it. I can never pronounce it. Clown Spawn. Yes. Luigi. Luigi. Luigi from the Super Mario Brothers movie. And I can't remember his name from Romeo and Juliet. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, Tabalt, uh, Tybalt, Prince yes. of Cats. In, uh, I forget his name in um, Land of the Dead. Uh, that doesn't matter. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Don't worry about that. He's also in that. Film's not uh, very good. No, it's not. It's not very good. No. Um, yeah, that's, that's Silent Night, Deadly Night. Um, hell of a Christmas film. I'm not even going to yeah. state that as Christmas horror film. Hell of a Christmas film. It's a good Christmas film. You know? I can definitely see me watching this. Like, um. So yesterday I watched, not yesterday, sorry, earlier in the week I watched Die Hard as well, which is uh, is another sort of, of fairly regular Christmas film. Uh, but I could definitely see me watching Silent Night, Deadly Night around Christmas good man, for years good man. to come. 100%. Yeah, yeah it's it's um, it definitely falls in, in the, the category of your, your list of Christmas films that you whip out every year for Christmas. It, it, I think it should. Um, so it's a big, big recommendation here, and I, I think it's been done dirty on IMDb because it's only got a five point. Oh, oh no! Okay, never mind. I read that as a four point eight to begin with, but it's five point eight. Five point eight slash six out of ten is absolutely fine. I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, absolutely fine. I really like the poster as well of um, the chimney, the roof chimney, the, the and, uh, and the chimney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the axe in hand, that's great. Yeah, I think that's that real cool classic slasher. And the tagline being, you've made it through Halloween, now try and survive Christmas. I mean, again, this um, is this came in at, like, peak. Sequels sequels are cheap to make. Uh, sequels, slashes are cheap to make and potentially could make us a fortune. Yeah. Let's make some slashes. We did um, make a fortune. Um, I believe it was a crazy low budget, and it made a couple of million on it. Um, yeah. 750 grand budget made just under three million that's great for a slasher in the mid 80s i mean mid 80s uh at the peak 
Um, yeah, that's, fantastic. that's what I mean. It's, it is. It's peak. It's peak slasher. Uh, period, isn't it? That's... Mm, mm. Yeah, the other ones were kind of spread out for, um, year throughout the years. Uh, but, 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 what years were the other ones? So part two was eighty-seven. Part three was eighty-nine. Four was ninety. Okay, they weren't that spread out. Never mind. <laughs> I thought they were further spread out. It was uh, part three to five were every year? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I mean, the Friday the Thirteenth franchise was the same. Yeah. There's only eighty-three that we didn't get one. Um, Classic so case of a... we know this works. Let's pump them out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and everybody was, yeah, essentially trying to recreate that kind of franchise success or, you know, mm. have, have something that was going to, it's going to make bank, uh, on a, on a relatively, on a low budget, easy to, easy to make, quick to make. Essentially, you're, uh, you're laughing. Yeah, no, good pick. Good pick, Tom. Really enjoyed this one. Absolute. Well, te technically, we did get our, our, good and bad horror uh, christmas horror films uh, did, end of this we year did. we did get it we did get it i mean I, I knew this one would be regard no matter what a good film so we were kind of just hinging on yours being rubbish which it was i mean so. it was <laughs> <laughs> i you know i took a punt on something fairly new i wasn't expecting great things wasn't disappointed um i was so, you know, <laughs> ticked, ticked all the boxes really yeah. um Right, shall we? Uh, shall we start wrapping things up? Let's wrap this shit up. Uh, so there, fortunately, will not be. We will not be doing advent calendar. Maybe we just move it to January. It's still. Maybe we'll we, we just do it in January. It can be belated. I mean, we've got nothing picked for January yet. Of nah. course, so. we'll move advent calendar to advent calendar to uh, January. Advent um, calendar. Just because Christmas season is getting a bit busy now, so there will be no ep episode next week. But we'll be back following week to cap off the year with 2023 wrap up. I've got a few more films I want to check out this week, and um, if I don't get around to all my list, don't get around to it. It's fine. Um, I'm sure we'll I do films in the future. The following week, it'll be the week after. It'll be the week after, folks. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. my producers. There's just telling me, just correcting me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, unless so, you're doing it on your own, I would say I won't be. I won't be there. <laughs> that felt like it before. Um, so yeah, we'll um, we'll come back to that end of the year, uh, end of the year, beginning new year, 2023 wrap up, and then we'll get into the new year with a brand new list of i don't know because i don't think i don't know i don't know of any new horrors that are coming out in the next couple of months if i'm honest um no Jan, let's have a quick look january 2024 horror let's what we need look. to do what we need to do what we need to do we need to uh, make well we need to make some decisions on some films basically is what we need to do but uh whether we start a new series whether we focus on well, some things in particular um, we do need to do a new series we will i think yes 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 good man good man yes i agree i agree we need, we need we need to we need to freshen it up for the new year that's we it have some we will, uh, new... so because you know we'll be, we're going to be wrapping up Wrapping up the Universal Monster soon. We're mm -hmm. going to be mm -hmm. um, 
yeah, as you said, it might be that new releases are a little bit thin on the ground. Uh, yeah, we need to need to do some do some new stuff. Yep, perfect. We will look into that and we'll come back fresh in the new year with some new, brand new content and new series. Awesome, and um, I well, well, we'll definitely add the suck thing to the list. And we'll definitely add we that have one. to. We I have to. We'll we have, have to, to do that. But yeah, um, that is something like Deadly Night. Go check it out. Highly, highly recommended by both of us. Um, that's your Christmas film of the year. Uh, you can check this out and all past content on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Podbean, and YouTube. All by searching the Dreadcast. And you can find it on the socials, TikTok, Instagram, and X slash Twitter. I'm going to have to start saying X soon, properly. By searching the underscore Dreadcast. Now, one more thing before we go. We, I believe do have do we have something in the mailbag mailbag i saw oh. something come through on my phone this week and i said to swipe it by because i was busy at work but we'll have a quick so yes yeah, you can also send us a message uh a little cheeky email to our mailbag at the dreadcast podcast at gmail.com um we are well i'm not begging i'm not begging anymore but it's nice to get a message and uh Cool, so what have we got? Please tell me this is like a legit thing and not, not spam. <laughs> Hang on, I did I did see it. Hang on, no, 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 I'm, 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 no, 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 I'm, I'm confident I saw something from a um, friend of the show, Dean. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's been a while since we've heard from Dean. Yeah, uh, where was it? It wasn't on Twitter, was it? I know I saw something come through from him. Um, oh, this is this is embarrassing now, isn't it? It is a little bit. Didn't delete it, did I? It's like, ah, I can't bother you. <laughs> ah, that's ah, bollocks. <laughs> I hope not. But yeah, if you've listened, Dean, apologies for that. Um, oh, no, but... I can't find it. Oh, no, that is a shame. Oh, well, oh. we'll have to dig that out for the new year as well. We'll have to dig. <laughs> In the meantime. Oh, no. Is the Dreadcast podcast at gmail. And we'll definitely find it and store it and read it. I promise. We will, 100%. And uh, oh, is, no. there, is there anything else left to say? Oh, I saw Godzilla Minus One. It's the best film of the year. It's absolutely incredible. Oh, well, of course. You um, say that. You're a huge lizard nerd. I am a huge lizard nerd, but at the same time, it's utterly incredible is as a good? film. As a film, it's insane. Cool, cool. So I uh, probably should have done that at the beginning, but who cares? Um, Dean, I'll find your message and we'll get back to it next time. Uh, but until then, ho, ho, ho. Have a good Christmas, one and all. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Have a all. happy new year. Peace, love. Big lashings of turkey. And uh, stay spooky. Stay spooky. Ching, 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 ching. <laughs>